This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talkers, it is round two and a fun one at that with Julia and our special guest host, one of our favorites, Patrick Richardson, the laundry evangelist. He is always a treat to have in studio. So sit back and enjoy, you guys. I and you again. wouldn't believe the El Burrito Mercado he brought in today, the Pad Thai he right, brought in today. The Diet the, Cokes. The Diet Cokes, right. the chicken wings he brought in today. Robin, yesterday, I just had to load up the back seat. Yesterday, <laughs> at the end of our show, the three of us are so hungry. Um, it's crazy. Okay, we've got some questions. And if anyone has a question for Patrick, and please call us 651-641-1071. Here is one from um, Wendy. Okay? And I have a beautiful hand-stitched quilt that my grandmother made for our wedding gift 33 years ago. It awesome. got dirty. Oh. And I tried to spot wash it, and now it has water stains. Help me! Okay, it has water stains because, well, the easiest way to explain it is it was dusty. You got spots on it wet, and you got those spots clean. So the spots are actually the clean part, and the rest of it is dusty and oxidized. It's super easy. You just need to wash the whole thing. Just And you feel, would you wash it in a bag? Um, if it's if a, you, an you antique could, quilt? You could wash it in the bag. Okay. I would definitely throw in a couple of color catchers. And people, if you don't know what a color catcher is, yeah, they're you, amazing. They're incredible. And you just buy them at the grocery. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple different brands. One called a color catcher. One's called a color grabber. Either way. And you put it in the laundry You put machine. it in the washing machine. Yes. Right, right with the clothes. And, and I what do they do? They actually absorb I'm excess. I'm sorry to slow it down. No, they absorb excess dye. So when the dye comes out of the fabric and goes into the water, the color grabber or the color catcher grabs the color. So, in the case of this quilt, because we don't know if the fabric is going to bleed, because sometimes craft fabrics aren't pre-washed. Okay. Apparel fabrics usually are. Right. But sometimes craft fabrics aren't. And so, that way, if if the quilt is, I don't know, red and white, and the red starts to bleed out, it's going to go in the color catcher and not redistribute itself into the fabric. But super easy, just express wash, warm water, the tiniest bit of soap or detergent that you can possibly deal with. And the, that'll take away the water spots. Honestly, I could tell you another way, but it's so hard. And truthfully, the quilt's not going to be clean. And really, the best thing for the quilt is to wash it because it's going to help the fabric last. Well, okay. We have Wendy on the line who was the one who asked this question. Yeah. And we just answered it. She has one follow-up. Oh, yeah. Wendy. Wendy, you hog. <laughs> All right. Hi, Wendy. You're on my talk. Hi. Hi. So I probably should have better explained that this has got hundreds and hundreds of little intricate hand stitches that are 
making like flowers and things on it. And I'm afraid if I wash it in a washer, it will ruin it. So should I hand wash it? You can. You absolutely can wash it in the bathtub. You know, oh, okay. You know, because the bathtub okay. is going to be big. I mean, the thing is to try to fold this thing up small enough to do it in the sink. Oh, come on! But you right, can easily do it in the bathtub. Quilt, so yeah, it'd be easy to do in the bathtub. Just put like I don't know six inches of water in the bathtub, warm, definitely warm water. Dissolve your soap or your detergent in the water, and then plunge the quilt in it. Is the quilt like all one color, but all the embroidery is different colors? It's got different colors. All the stitching is the same color, but it has different colors on the edges. And I have very hard water, even with a softener. So I'm thinking that's part of what contributed to the. Yeah, still use color catcher. Um, okay. Still use color catchers. But really, I mean, it's not. The stitches are going to be more durable than you think. Okay. Just so okay. you know, because hand stitching. Actually, hand-stitching, that's the reason, like, really expensive clothes are handmade, because hand-stitching will give a little bit more. So it's actually going yeah. to be more durable than you think. You're going to be Perfect. just fine. Any special soap recommendations? I would, I, use, soap I would use soap flakes. That'd be my favorite okay. thing. But if you don't have them, use, like, hosiery wash or baby shampoo, something super, super easy to rinse out. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have a great... It's going to be super easy. It's going to be perfect. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy, for calling in. I want to go back to the color catcher really quick because I have athletic tops, you know, tennis tops that are made out of that nylon or whatever it is, and I've got fluorescent colors, and I always have to watch them separately, but if I used a color catcher... Yeah, I could wash it with other colors because sure I've never because I use the color catcher because the water at the cabin has iron in it. Yep, and, and it that's, helps with that too. That's where I've always used it. I yep. never thought of the practical thing of using it here with regular clothes. Absolutely, I use them in almost every load. And I never use a full sheet. I cut mine in half too. So you do don't I. really need a full sheet. Okay, but I use them in almost every load. I didn't. Okay, so color catchers, and I just was turned on to them probably by yeah, you a couple yeah. years ago. Okay, I'm so, glad that I turn you on. Oh, you <laughs> do. You know you do. Okay, who is the next one? Joni. We've got Joni. Hi, jo- Joni. Hi, Joni. You're on my talk. Do you have a question? I do. I have. I rent an apartment. So I have a fairly new washing machine that doesn't have an agitator. Love that. Well, tell me how to use it correctly because I feel like sometimes my clothes don't even get wet. Well, okay. They they it's going to use a lot less water, which I also love that too. If your clothes okay. aren't getting wet, you're it's just too full. You know, I mean, oh. it should you I should think, be filling so it with a top loader. I go because I still don't think, and I'm just one person living there, so I don't wash huge loads. Right. Um. Are you? You're, which cycle did you say you're using? I'm sorry. I'm using a deep cycle, so make sure I get you know at least they at least get wet. Okay, that's actually causing you some problems. Okay. Don't use the deep cycle. It's got a sensor to it, and it is trying to adjust. Because the deep cycle, what the deep cycle is for is for like a blanket or something that's very lightweight but very bulky. So it's okay. weighing the clothes. So it's thinking there's not much in there, so it's not putting as much water. So use it on the regular okay. cycle. Just go to a regular express cycle, and it will be just fine. And fill okay. it about 60%. That's about the max you can put in there. Okay. Okay, perfect. All yeah. right, thank you. Yeah, of course. Because that that's one when you don't have enough water. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, the deep cycle, it's... It's assuming that it's bulky and lighter. Okay. So what it's actually doing is her machine is actually a 
very new and very high tech. Right. And it's weighing the clothes and it's adjusting the water level down. Oh my gosh. Look at how fancy this is. Yeah. All right, Joni, you are Thank welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, let's talk to Carol. Carol, you're on my talk. How are you? Oh, we, you know what, Carol, can you hold on and everyone else um, hold on, Lisa and Chris? We're going to, we have to take a break. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've just peaked at the time, and we're going to come back to this. Woohoo! All right, this is Lori and Julia, my talk. And now, Patrick's Laundry Thoughts. Patrick's Laundry Thoughts. Okay, two quick ones before we get to Carol, Lisa, Chris, and Chris. Okay, um, Angie wanted to know, can you use a color catcher in a front-load machine? You absolutely can use it in a front-load machine. That's what I have at home. And you definitely can cut it in half. And I love it. I cut them in half. Yep. Okay, the next one. Yeah, the next one is stinky workout wear. You know, this is super common because, to make a long story very short, athletic wear is polyester. Polyester loves oil and it hates water. So it loves the oil from your skin and it hates the water of the washing machine. So what you need to do is add an enzyme. My favorite is oxygen bleach, but there are several. When you go into the grocery, you'll see them. But you add an enzyme to your detergent. Use less detergent. Definitely no fabric softener dryer sheets because you don't want anything to hold on to that sweaty stink. You use an enzyme one time and it will go away. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Carol, you're up. Carol, you're on my talk. Do you have a quick question for Patrick? Hi. I do. Hi, Patrick and Lori. Uh, or Julie, excuse me. The other one. It um, doesn't I, matter. I, I go have, by both. Yeah. My husband's um, baseball caps, they're sweat. Stained. Yep, and, and I've washed them with uh, in the laundry soap in the in machine with laundry soap and ammonia, and then I line dried them, but they still don't come out. The okay. sweat stains. Okay, I have the funniest trick in the world. If you have the the thing to use it, do you have a dishwasher? Of course. Okay, <laughs> they're great on the top load of the dishwasher with dishwasher detergent. Wow. Yeah, because really? dishwasher detergent has oxygen bleach in it and citric acid. Put them on the top rack yep. of the dishwasher and put them in, and it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. But they will look brand new. You're, I I can't believe it. I know, isn't that funny? Run them, run them through the whole cycle. Yep, just run them through like you know a regular cycle. Is that hysterical? Would you put them through the dry cycle and everything? Um, you know what? I've never turned it off. I guess you yeah. don't need to put them through the dry cycle. But I, I just leave mine set and just hit the start and off they go. I can't even believe it. I, I thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Carol, Carol, you need to send us an email if it, when after you've done it, though. I'll do it. Because that's a quirky one. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thanks for listening, Carol. Okay, let's go to Lisa. Lisa, you're on my talk. How are you today? Hi, Lise. Lisa? Me? Lisa, hi. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julia. Hi, Patrick. Hi. I have a... Christmas tree skirt that was made in the 60s by my grandmother. Awesome. It is all felt. Oh, love it already. Glued pieces of felt. Yep. And there's multiple stains. Okay. I don't know how to get them out. Yep. Okay. Here, I'm going to tell you the problem off the bat, and then I'm going to tell you how to deal with it. The problem is these those felts, I love those. A lot of them were kits. They were made by Lee Ward. But... They were kits, and that felt is craft felt. So you have to be very careful. Things I normally would tell you to use, I'm not going to tell you. And whatever you do use, I want you to first take a Q-tip, put it in some water, and rub it on the back to make sure that the color is not going to come out. But here is what you need to do. 
lay it out, you know, flat where you can like lay it, work on a towel, like put a towel under it that you don't care about ruining and basically scrub it with a very soft brush and a little bit of soap and scrub those spots. The great thing is okay. felt is wool and wool likes to give wool likes to release dirt when it gets wet. So just adding the water and the tiny bit of soap is going to cause the wool to want to release the dirt that's causing the stains. Just be very careful and use a, you know, use a soft hand. This is not a time to get too aggressive. And what kind of soap? Um, like a bar of laundry soap. I mean, you can get it, you know, in the laundry aisle. You could even use like Neutrogena, you know, like a, like a, a glycerin soap. Just don't use a regular bar of hand, a bar of body soap because it has moisturizers in it, and we don't want the moisturizer. You know what I mean? We don't want the moisturizer. So if it's like that clear, like a clear soap, you know, like a glycerin soap, that would be okay. But if it's a bar of, you know, what you would use in the shower, it's got moisturizers in it. We don't want the moisturizers to come through on the the piece. Okay. I would really use Very a bar of laundry soap. Absolutely. And and I'm I love so those jealous. Skirts. I'm so jealous. I want one of those for Christmas. Oh, they're so great. That's I have a, so yeah. cute. All right, Lisa, good luck to you, hon. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. All right, we have Chris. Chris, you are on my talk. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Julia? You're fantastic. All right, what is Hi, your Chris. question? <laughs> Hi, Patrick. So, I can you hear me okay? Yes, yeah, you're great. perfect. Okay, I completely cannot hear you for some reason, but I'm going to tell you my dilemma. I have a, a beautiful quilt. Um, it's at my cabin, and I washed it last summer, and part of the dye from the green part of the fabric lightened up it's come a completely different color now it's more of a turquoise color but it didn't do it all over the quilt just in some spots can you is put color any? so is your question can you put color back in is well, that kind I, of your... I don't think that's possible but i don't i just don't know maybe i'm just stuck with it like that okay here's what i think happened I think that do you so you use the quilt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that at some point in time, someone got like some kind of skin product on it, like sunscreen or something like that. And oh, sunscreen will bleach. Possibly. Oh. So that's what I actually think happened to it. I've seen this happen, believe it or not. Here's the yeah. best thing to do. The best thing to do is get a product called Carbona Color Run Remover. You can buy it online. You can buy it like, you know, some discount stores and some fabric stores have it. Arbona. Color run remover. Okay. And wash it with that. What it will do is it will take out any extra dye that's... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Floating around. It's going to even up the color as much as possible. Okay. But it, what it, the other thing it will do is it will stop anything else from happening. Like it's going to set it kind of where it is so it's not going to get worse. Yeah. But that's what I think happened. I've actually seen that happen on sheets before. Okay. That's, you know, that happens to me all the time. So yeah. It's sunscreen and oils. I never even well, thought about that. Well, sunscreen or like um, some facial, like moisturizers sure. and some of those things sure. will actually bleach. Interesting. Well, and I'm wondering if, you know, we all use spray sunscreen nowadays. I mean, right. It's, it's very possible. I also see, I've seen it happen with hand sanitizer. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, sure. But the color run remover. We'll take anything out of it that's not supposed to be. It'll clean it up. Okay, very good. Thank oh, yeah. you Thanks, so much. Lisa. Good luck to you. Okay, now we've got Chris, number two. Chris, you're on my talk. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys doing? We're good. All right, we've got a quick second, so make it, tell us what you need. Okay, darn, I have a couple questions. Well, anyway, I made a big stink in my microwave, and um, it stinks still. Any ideas on how to get that out oh. of there? Have you put a bowl of vinegar in and run it for about two minutes? No, nope, I was thinking about it, but I needed to know what, like, white or, or Yeah, just cheap, like vinegar. super cheap white vinegar. White put it vinegar. in there, you okay. know, 90 seconds, two minutes, until it steams. What you want it to do is you want it to really steam up. Okay. You know, so depending on how hot your microwave is, just make sure everything is, like, you know, microwave-proof when you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. you, Please. you were talking about getting... Um, uh, dirt off of the sleeves of white polyester yep. coats. You said spray vinegar. Are you always talking about white vinegar? Yeah, always cheap white vinegar because it's the best because it has no color. You know, okay. like apple cider vinegar is yellow, right, and we don't right. want that. So we always just use like the cheapest white vinegar that you buy, like a buck twenty in the gallon. Yeah, yep, I have that right down by my uh, ready to go. Machine. But I got to put it in a spray bottle awesome. and some water in the spray bottle. All right. Good All right. luck to you. All right. So our other callers, Chris Kelly and Susan, I'm going to have Grant take your questions offline. And um, we're going to come back. We will answer them for yeah. you. But we'll get you offline and take care of you right now uh, after Grant gives us. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia. The people who still had questions that were on the phone, Grant's got them. We're going to get to them in about 10 minutes. And then for the people emailing us, we're going to get to those too. So just stay Stay, stay tuned, but we have a special guest, our newest, greatest employee, Quinn, is with us. And Quinn is our social media director who knows everything about social media. And I just thought Quinn is going to teach us the Internet because there's so many things that are changing right now with social media and Twitter and Meta and Facebook. And just to tell us what we should be aware of and what we should be interested in. Yeah. Starting so- with Be Real. Be real. So we are going to have some fun with Be Real um, as we go forward. Do you know what this is, Patrick? I do, actually. I haven't okay. done it, but I know what okay. it is. No? All right. Well, I think everyone should get on board with it. It is a super fun app. If you're a parent, I'm sure that your kid has been using Be Real. And it is essentially the anti-Instagram. 
Okay. Instagram is, it's all posed, right? There's so many ads everywhere. There's shopping. There's filters. It's also curated and artificial. And Be Real is supposed to be the most authentic photo of your day. So once a day, it sends out a notification to everybody on the app. And it says, it's time to be real. Okay. And you take a photo of what's in front of you and of yourself. Okay. Uh, and it's just supposed to be, there's no filters. There's, you have two minutes to take the photo and it just shares it to your friends. So Here's it's not I am, about I'm influencers. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you can't simplest. put cute cat ears on yourself or anything like that. There's no time. No, no, no time. You so just it's take just the photo. a fun tap in. And you could be sitting here. You mm-hmm. could be cooking at home. You could be puzzling whatever it is that you're doing. That's the joy of it, right? Is that you get to see what everyone's doing at that moment in their day. I've been in Colleen's Be Reels. I've been in mm-hmm. other, your Be Real. I, I have never Be Reeled myself. But it's, I. what was I calling it yesterday? I'm here now. I'm like, Quinn, <laughs> come on the show and talk about that app. I'm here now. But it's Be Real. And you like that. Yeah, and it's I like free, it. free and it's just, it's just, and you would only know if you have a friend group or something, what they're doing you would only connect to your friends. Right. You can post it to strangers, but most people just share it with their friends. Um, and yeah, there's no advertising. There's there's no sponsored posts. It's just photos of your friends and what they're doing. You don't have to call them. You can, they'll moment. take a picture and you know what they're doing that day. Exactly. All right. I kind of like that one. I mean, do you guys, are you in for the up for that? Do you think? Um, We're, we are... We're so anti-phone sometimes, aren't we? Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, but my thing would be like, do I want you to know? You know oh, what I mean? Be real. I'm in the bathroom. I'm right. taking it's a number like, two. I will say this. <laughs> okay. It, it does not confine you to those two minutes when okay. the notification goes off. Oh, because I would think it's a race to take a picture. It's It can be a race. It can be super fun if you do that. But if you don't get around to it and you end up taking a photo in five hours, it tells people that you posted late. But it doesn't really matter. It right? doesn't. Because okay. you can't add a filter either way. You're not posing. Everyone's using it in a very organic way. It's Got super it. simple. And that's, I think, kind of the beauty of it. And do your friends all use this? Yeah, I have a lot of friends that use okay. it. Okay. So be real. Be real. Okay. So you, the thumbs up on that one. Yeah. Okay. What about Twitter? There's been so much controversy and what's going on with Twitter. What do we need to know? So Twitter is a complicated one. Uh, it is kind of a dumpster fire right now. There is a lot of things changing. Advertisers are pulling out of the app. New people are coming in and it's just in a ton of flux. Um, There's a lot of features that are getting like added and taken away daily. So honestly, I would wait for Twitter to settle down a little bit. If you want to, if you continue to use it, if you really enjoy it, I think it's a platform worth being on. I like it for the instantaneous news factor. I like it for that. I I think think that's what people use it for. Yeah, I think a lot of people consume their news that way. That's the way to get the most up-to-date information in bite-sized little chunks. Sure. Um, But yeah, I wouldn't run away from it. I wouldn't try to find people are moving to really obscure apps. I wouldn't worry yourself with any of that right now unless one of them becomes super relevant I would say just kind of hold tight, wait for things to wait settle out. Wait for things out. to settle down. People are kind of upset with him and everything that's going on. So just wait for that to simmer. wait for it to blow over. Wait for it to them to figure out what exactly is going on with the verification. That whole thing's a mess. Right, People are impersonating right. other people, and it's just let it chill. Yeah, let just it let chill it chill. Out. All right. What about Facebook slash Meta? And Facebook owns Instagram, and now they're calling them Meta. So what mm-hmm. what's happening with Facebook? I know there were a ton of layoffs. 
Yeah. So Facebook laid off like 13,000 people Mm -hmm. um, or 11,000 people. Um, A lot of people, which is really scary. But I think the biggest thing is that social media in general has had a a growth that has not ended yet. We have only seen social media grow. And this is one of the first times that I think we've seen it get pulled back a a little bit. And Mm -hmm. so it is scary. um, But Facebook is always going to be there and Instagram is always going to be there. And now more than ever, they seem like they're rolled into a single package, Mm -hmm. right? You can post things across platforms. You see the same ads. They definitely have their different uses and their different demographics. But it's really hard to ignore the fact that Meta owns Instagram and Meta owns Facebook because they really try to make it all seem like it's one big place. Okay, so when Meta came out and the big ads were for it and everything, and Mark Zuckerberg said today, you know, I spent way too much money on V virtual reality and I thought more people were going to, you know, adapt to that earlier and get into it. He spent like billions and he, he said, it's my mistake. It's on me. I went too far and spent too much money and forgot kind of the basics. Um, so the V, the virtual reality world, where do you, I mean, are you in that at all? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's interesting. It's fun to do. If you have anyone who has a VR headset, it's so much fun to try. If you're not passionate about it, if you're not a huge tech person, again, don't get wrapped up in it. Like you don't need to jump into something and get invested in it. It's the same kind of thing with I compare it to like cryptocurrency is that it's for some people and it's it's for some and it's not for others. And if you're not interested or you don't know or you don't care, then don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Right. If, If VR interests you, there are a lot of really cool resources. You can get paper headsets that cost you nothing. Or you can spend thousands of dollars on headsets, right? And I think people really saw it and moved really quickly towards it and then found that most people weren't ready to adapt and go along with it. To the VR world. People still want to be in the world. All right, now Instagram has made a... I know. Do you have any questions, Patrick? No, I'm just... Okay, because I've got a ton of them. Yeah. So Instagram. um, So if people are new to Instagram or like Lori and I have been on it and basically don't know what we're doing... um, there used to be a place you would post and then there's your stories. But now when I go on it, it just feels like I can just, I go, it just loops me into videos without my choice. What is that? So with the prevalence of the app, TikTok, Instagram decided, Hey, we really want to do videos. We want videos to be our thing. So they really started pushing for videos. They were encouraging people to do their reels, which are their video format. Right. Um, And they've since pulled back on that a little bit because people got upset. Um, But it is rolled into one. And that confused me for a long time, too. And I think confuses a lot of people (laughs) is that when you go to post a regular post, a story and a reel are all found in that same spot. And it's really hard to distinguish which one you're you're posting. Right. You have to pay a lot of attention and know exactly like what you're looking for when you're in that new post Button. If you're trying to get followers and stuff like that, if you want to be an influencer or something, which one would you grab onto right now? Oh, gosh. I don't know, honestly. Um, I think that at this point, it seems like every social media platform is saturated. And I don't think there's one platform that makes you more successful, right? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what you're doing. And if you're passionate about something and you're creating content that you care about and you're happy with, you're going to find an audience and it might, that audience might be on Twitter that 
audience might be on Facebook and you have to try those things to figure it out. But I think it's more about what you're creating and what you want to do on the internet and less about like, where's the best place to be viral. Okay. And do you think, is it still everyone's, I mean, in your generation, is it still so many people's goal to be influencers? I don't think that it's my generation's goal to be influencers. Okay. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm that's, in my mid twenties, but that's wrong of me to make that assumption. So I mean, but I feel like your generation, different from ours, of course, would it, uh, they embrace it, the embrace it more than us? Yes. Thank you, I said it wrong. No, that's as it. being judgy. No, you're not. You're, as you're being good. a mom, we our generation get off your phone embraces them a little differently than your generation. <laughs> yes, and I think that though there is a concern of like younger generations wanting to be influencers because that's seen as a career and that's right. seen as the cool thing to do. Right. Um, I think that a lot of people my age became influencers, okay. but I don't think that that was that is necessarily the goal for most people my okay. age. And it just happened. Yeah, it just kind of happened to a lot of people, which mm-hmm. is and it can happen to anyone, right? And, and as far as being a content, you know, we have like a minute left. As far as providing content, is there a certain you just really have to, it's trial and error, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It really. I really think that for making content, it's about finding something unique and not pushing it to the point where it's like, well, what's different than other people? If you're, like I said earlier, if you're passionate about something, if you care about something, you're going to find an audience and you're going to have fun creating that content. If you're trying to create something because you think that the audience is there it's probably not right. going to take off. You need to do something that you care about. And there are going to be other people that care about it. Too. Right. Right. So really it's just being authentic. Yeah. Basically. Which, yeah. And I think that that is kind of, we're coming full circle to that where for a long time, social media was being fake. And now people want to see authenticity on social media. And I think we're in a place where people can do that. You can actually be authentic on social media. It doesn't all have to be this facade. Okay. Got it. I, I'm telling you, I, I do get sucked into the Instagram ads, though. There's this pants hanger right now that I I keep. It's a hanger that you hang up over a bar, you know, a, a thing. Yeah. And it's got six slots. And you put your pants on the six slots and then you let something go and it goes down. So it saves. it's like a saver for your mm-hmm. closet. I get I get sucked into some of those things. Yeah, the shopping. The, the shopping, shopping I kind of like on Instagram. A really cool integration that they I did. like it. I like because I find some different things there. Do you yeah. like to shop? Um, I, I, I sometimes shop. On I Instagram. don't. I haven't bought one thing. Let's um, truth. I was going to say, have you purchased anything from? I have purchased some things from Instagram, but it's been from like retailers, like like companies that I would have already purchased yes. from. But I found them on. I found the item on Instagram, and I love you know click to buy. I think that's you can do it all in the app. Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That but you, you have to have like PayPal or something. Yeah, they can store your card information and you I can can't like, link give it that to, to anybody. Oh, dear. Oh, you've dear. already given it to everybody. Yeah, everyone <laughs> knows it. I've got it on the top of my head yeah. tattooed, probably. Everyone can see it. Quinn, thank you so much. We want you to keep helping us out here. And if anyone has questions for Quinn, you can always send them to the Lori and Julia show. Thanks, son. Yeah. It's of funny course. having you part of our team. I, I'm running all the socials. Like my stuff, engage with us, ask me questions, download the app, listen wherever you are. Um, I'm happy to be here. I've been on a few other shows, but this is my uh, Lori and Julia debut. So I will be back whenever you guys want me. Bravo. You're doing a great job, Quinn. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak and we're going to laundry speak. What we'll decide which we like better. What more could you want? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Okay. Here's the deal. 
You probably didn't know you were going to an ex, um, a college extension class today, but I feel like <laughs> we've done the internet, we've done social media. I want to get back because so many people wanted to know what TV show we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Yep, it's called Outcry. It's a docu series about Greg Kelly, a Texas football star. It's on Showtime. Yes. And I don't know if Showtime shares with Hulu or anybody else. I don't know if Showtime, it does either, but... Because um, I have Showtime. I, so yeah, do I. It's worth the trial. That's okay. It's yeah, worth totally. the trial. There you go. Seven-day yeah. trial. Seven-day trial. Yeah, All right. So, so we're going to laundry speak. Love it. So we- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We've got, these are the questions that we didn't get to earlier. Yeah. So. Yes. So let's start out with Michelle. She has a sweater that shrunk. So she had a wool sweater and she did not put it in the dryer. She used Good. warm water. Yep. It shrunk from the water and she wants to know how she can hopefully bring this back to the correct size. Okay. It's funny. I just had somebody else ask this. I remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Relatively common. So here's what you do. About a tablespoon of olive oil in the sink with hot water. Okay. Wait a minute. Talk slow. Yeah. Because I'm so taking put notes. A tablespoon. <laughs> Of olive oil or hair, good hair conditioner, like good hair conditioner. Either one will work. Put it in the sink with hot water. Put the sweater in. Let it sit for 24 hours. So basically overnight or whatever. You take it out and immediately throw it on a towel and massage it back into place. It's going to be sopping wet. But you basically start massaging it back. The conditioner or the olive oil will cause the fibers to release enough that you can get it back to its original size. When you do that, you let it dry. Don't do anything else, just let it dry. And once it's dry, then you wash it again to wash the oil out of it. Right, and how would you wash it the second time? The second time, if you would either hand wash it or you put it as tight as you possibly can in a mesh bag and toss it in the washer with a little bit of soap. And not in the dryer. Not in the dryer. No wool in the dryer. Wool never goes in the dryer. Question. When yeah. you said massage it, would that be like if it's still wet, get your hands inside there and yes. stretch it stretch out? It you got out. it. Okay. Got it. Just want to make sure if you're kind of pushing on the sides or if we're getting in there and doing like, you know, I got to fit in this sweatshirt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to get it. Because if things get too short, you just yep. pull. All right. Got cool. it. All right. Okay, got it. All right. What's our next one? All right. So this one's from Kathy. Now, her husband is a hunter, and he had his hunting some clothes that he was cleaning. He cleaned his gun after hunting, and he used a chemical to clean the gun. Now, it's, I'm guessing, oil-based or whatever. But yep. uh, the, he washed his then washed his clothes with the same rags that he yep. used to clean the gun with, and now these clothes have this chemical smell to yeah. them. Is there a way that, she, that Kathy can get this smell out Super of her Super easy. Clothes? Wash them with ammonia. Throw in about a half a cup of ammonia, warm water, express cycle, and just do it. And the ammonia will cause all of that gun oil to release. Love it. Okay, because I think of that. Because once I had a rag with goof gone on it, yep. mm. and it, it went with my clothes, and they all got smelly. So yeah. you just wash it with ammonia. ammonia. Yeah, because ammonia will cut that oil. Okay. You know, and it's one of those things like vinegar won't do it. When it gets that strong, you have to use ammonia. Okay. Got it. Awesome. Right. Okay. We have, is we have that one it? more. No, from Susan. Now, she washed her son's cream colored sweatshirt. And when she was washing it, 
she actually she had a cut that she didn't realize. She got some blood on it. She washed it and dried it, and there is a blood stain on this cream-colored sweatshirt that she would love to get out for her son. Is there anything she yeah. can do to do that? Okay, so take some oxygen bleach. Um, if you're going to use 100% sodium percarbonate, about a tablespoon. If you're going to use the big bucket, about three scoops into a bowl of hot water. And then push the stain down into the bowl. Let it sit 20 minutes, a half hour. You'll actually see it start to dissolve. Then just wash it out. Wow. It's pretty easy, but you've got to soak it in that hot water because it's already been through the dryer. All right. Do we all follow that? Yeah, I got it. And if yeah. and, and we can all go back. All these are all in the podcast. So if anybody wants to go back and didn't catch it, didn't get the notes, I'll have these all in each hour, you know, second hour of the right. podcast. And now this will be the second hour as well. But we have one phone call. I'm guessing it's a call about okay. it. Should we take that? Quick? Sure. And right. then yesterday, if people want to listen to the podcast, too, it's in the first hour and the second hour. Yeah. And why um, wouldn't they want to do that? I, oh, stop. Of course they want to listen. Mm-hmm. Of course. Is this a laundry question? Guy? Yeah. Her name is Tracy. And she has a question. Hi, Tracy. All right, what's your question? Hello. Hello. Um, so my granddaughter loves a wubby, and she likes to chew on the corner of blankets. Yeah, of course. And so those corners are getting dark now because obviously she's eating, she's drinking, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But my biggest concern is um, after she drinks anything dairy, it's, so yeah. old, milky, rotten smelling. Yeah, yeah. gross, right? Uh, how would I go about getting that and possibly that little darker color out as okay. well? Okay, to be honest, my biggest concern is what you're using to wash these things because she's putting them in her mouth. Right. So my first thing I'm going to tell you is you need to use soap, not detergent, and everything needs to be plant-based. Because if you look at the ingredients and you wouldn't put them in food, you don't want them on that blanket. First thing. Second thing, this is a time where you need 100% sodium percarbonate. We talked about it a minute ago, but we talked about that, you know, you could use the bucket of the other stuff. You can't this time. You've got to use 100% because it is food grade. It's hydrogen peroxide. So mix it up and dip the stains in it or... You can throw a couple tablespoons right into the washer with the blanket, and okay, it will come out. I, okay, because I have used, like, borax. Yeah, borax um, is a different thing. Borax is boric acid. What it does is okay. it's a water softener. It just makes the detergent or the soap work better. You need okay. oxygen bleach, and you specifically want 100% sodium per carbonate. It's and, dry hydrogen peroxide. And plant Based and plant-based soap or that. detergent. Yeah, because, you know, you don't, I mean, she's ingesting it, you know, right. so you want something very, very safe because yeah, she's your granddaughter. I mean, I mean, it's not your kid. This is your granddaughter. Right. And how I do it because she got into the habit of wanting to chew on her mm-hmm. blankets, I would wash them and then I would rewash them in just hot water. Yeah, that, that's good. I would still... I'd still go, you know, this is why baby detergents exist, for example, right? because they're safer, but soap is even safer than that. But that's why, because baby detergent exists because, you know. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Thanks for hanging out with us, too. All right. One last one, and then we're done. Trisha, you're the last one. You got a quick minute here. All right. Trisha, go. Okay. I make it fast. Hi. 
Hi. So we know we know what to do with animals when they're sprayed with skunks. Yep. But what what can we do with clothing when clothing um, is sprayed? Like baseball cap, clothing. Yep. Um, going you know, out to compost last night and there was skunk oh in no. there. And got oh, no. oh no. Oh no. Okay. You can use two different things. They're both easy. Honestly, I would go back to my beloved sodium percarbonate. It's just so easy and it will work. The other thing you can use is citric acid. Where you have this in your house is you have it in dishwasher detergent. Um, I wouldn't tell the other. I wouldn't say that about the blanket because it needed to be 100%. If it's the baseball cap, putting it in the dishwasher will take care of it. If it's the clothes, you know, soak it in a concentration of sodium percarbonate and you're good. All right. Yep. Thanks, Trisha. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for hanging up Thank out you. with us. Thank we'll, you so much. Yes, when we come back, I want your take on some hot fashions last night from the CMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is Laurie and Julia. We'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.